This message comes from NPR sponsor Comcast Business. Is it possible to get business internet you can really rely on? It is with 99.9% network reliability from Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. Before the pandemic, Vic Krishna acted in some commercials, local New York theater, a couple big TV shows. And then, stuck at home last summer, he found a new way to express his talents, the social media platform TikTok. Do you mind doing an Indian accent? Sure, of course. Great. Ready when you are. Listen, Karen, the manager isn't here. Are you even putting on an accent? How would your dad say? Usually I've done a lot of skits about the acting world, along with skits about my South Asian culture. You want me to do the stereotypical accent that everybody thinks we sound like because that's what Hollywood has normalized. Yes. And then, earlier this year, Vic found some inspiration out of this very horrible year. The mRNA vaccines made by Moderna and Pfizer authorized in the U.S. and in other countries around the world. So I first was very intrigued on how this worked. Um, It's really ingenious. It is, because unlike many vaccines, say like the flu or the measles vaccines, which use a weakened or inactivated virus to trigger an immune response, the new mRNA vaccines, they carry the instructions for our cells to make a harmless piece of the virus to have that same effect. But all that's easier said than understood. And I noticed this lack of understanding uh, apparent in my like social circles with friends and family. Like they all thought like, oh, this is like, they're actually going to inject a coronavirus into you. But that's clearly not the case. So last month, Vic put out a TikTok about a minute-long skit titled How the mRNA Vaccine Works. So you made this video and it went viral. I mean, it's got more than uh, 7 million views so far. And you're, can I call you a TikTok star or TikTok <laughs> sensation? I, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't think of myself as one, but like, I guess the, the numbers, I guess, indicate that. <laughs> Now, it is a really cool little video, and we'll talk about it more later. I loved it when I saw it, but I found out one more thing about my new friend Vic that made him even cooler. He, too, works at NPR as a systems administrator. Oh, gosh, I think I just recently celebrated my 10 years with NPR uh, a few months back. He's in our New York bureau, so we've never actually met face to face. And is this strange, like having worked at NPR for so long, now appearing in uh, an NPR podcast? Yeah, I feel like my career at NPR has come full circle from working with NPR uh, uh, to being on NPR, which is quite (laughs) the turn of events I did not expect. (laughs) So on today's show, a little chat with Vic Krishna, actor, NPR colleague, and a newly minted science communicator. I'm Ritu Chatterjee, and you're listening to Shortwave, the daily science podcast from NPR. This message comes from EarthX. The EarthX 2024 Environmental and Sustainability Congress of Conferences is happening in April and brings together all sides with one important mission, protect the planet. Go to earthx.org to register. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Integrative Therapeutics. With vitamins and supplements previously available only through practitioners, including Cortisol Manager. 
Unlock your best self with clinician-curated supplements from Integrative Therapeutics, now on Amazon. So Vic, I have to say this video is a low-production one, but incredibly, incredibly fun to watch. It's a horror film parody, and you play all the characters, and your acting, if I can say so, is brilliant, and I think it's what makes the video work so well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, can you describe who the characters are? Let's start with the villain. Uh, yeah, so the villain is going to be the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. The protagonist, there's a few, I'd say the mRNA strand, uh, which is what the vaccine is based on. The mRNA actually has the code, the instruction to make a key protein, the spike protein of the virus. Now, once the mRNA gets injected into the body, it meets the ribosome, which is basically the cell's protein factory. You need to make this. What is it? It's a part of a virus. A virus? Just a part of it, not the actual virus. They have four cans and they're coming. Four cans. That's Vic's clever way of showing the spike protein of the coronavirus, which helps the virus attach to our cells and infect us that way. Four cans? Please. So the ribosome makes a whole bunch of the spike protein. And now enters our lead hero, the immune system. So the immune system is sort of like this doctor, scientist character, wears a lab coat, um, loves to read. The immune system is always up to date uh, with literature and uh, articles. Um, has a surveillance monitor with his laptop, so he keeps track of what's coming in the body and what's not. What is this? This messenger told me to make them. I've never seen these before. I'll make some new antibodies to get rid of them. Seize the forks. Now, the idea of using a fork, which is just sort of such a day-to-day object, to use it as a spike protein, I mean, it's just a simply brilliant idea. How did you come up with it? So I was coming up with the idea, like the sitting, like on my couch, and I have like a lot of utensils from like either carry out or just from eating. And forks were on my table at the time. And it looked, it looked like menacing enough. It looked like a weapon. Uh, it pierces through things. It like, it fit the job of a spike. Like it has spikes on it. So as a casting director for this TikTok, I was like, yeah, forks. You got the job as spike protein. <laughs> yeah. And did you also have a science background that was helpful? Because I mean, this is fairly complicated process, right? kind of how cells make proteins, how viruses infect, how our immune systems respond. Did you have a science background that helped you translate this and sort of merge your science and sort of storytelling experience? I'm always reminded the fact that I actually had failed biology in seventh grade. Ah, no way! (laughs) Yeah, to date it still haunts me because I remember (laughs) my mom getting the phone call from my biology teacher like, "Uh, your son has failed biology and it was really... Really embarrassing. So I feel like I redeemed myself finally a little bit. (laughs) Time to send this video to your bio teacher. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, I have a computer science degree, uh, so I don't have anything like actually related to this field, the medical field or uh, chemistry or biology. Uh, It was really curiosity. I'm really, it's really fascinating to me. How long did this particular video take? Five days to like be completely happy with it and be like, all right, I'm going to publish this. That's a lot of work uh, for doing it kind of on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a passion of mine. I, I love 
um, acting and just creating. So it doesn't seem like work for me. And you put it out on TikTok. And at what point did you realize, oh, this is bigger than any of my other videos? Yeah, um, you start getting tagged and pinged like, yo, I saw you on Reddit or I'm Gore or... And it's like, friends are like, I saw you. Um, I even had coworkers like, like, you're on Reddit, man. Like, I didn't know you did this. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so, you know, since this video went viral, uh, you have made more of these science explainer videos about COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah. Um, I was looking at my comment section after the first one, and there's still like large questions at hand that people wanted answers to. And I felt almost responsible to like answer them <laughs> like it's my like I should answer it uh because it's like this world I've created is resonating with people and it's a good opportunity to further educate further clarify so what kinds of questions were you getting like the the top question was why two doses of mrna vaccine why not one dose um because i feel like the flu shot's one dose right so it's like to clear right. up that uh so yeah. i did a video i like did more research um to like really find the answer and how that answer fits in the world I built and how could I answer that. So I made a, another skit, uh, which actually did better than the first skit. It's like sitting at like 11 million views. 11 million, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. you're really, really making up for that failed uh, seventh grade biology class here. Yeah, right. I totally am. I need, I need a <laughs> <laughs> review on my report card. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was wonderful and uh, so excited to have you on the podcast. Great. Yeah, this is great. A lot of fun, Ritu. Thank you so much. This episode was produced by Rebecca Ramirez, edited by Viet Le, and fact-checked by Rasha Aridi. Josh Newell was the audio engineer. I'm Ritu Chatterjee. Thanks for listening to Shortwave from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Microsoft. Monday at the office feel like a storm when AI-powered Microsoft Copilot simplifies data and uncovers insights. It feels more like a day at the beach. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Easy Cater, committed to helping companies solve food. From employee meal plans to on-site staffing to concierge ordering support. With corporate accounts, nationwide restaurant coverage, and payment by invoice. EasyCater.com At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture. Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins. And Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.